Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Full-time Reds, it's me, Chris Brack, and it's Kev O'Sullivan. Kev, full-time Reds, it's back. Full-time Reds, mate, we're back. Jesus Christ, <laughs> hey. it felt like we did this like six weeks ago. I know, isn't it? It just <laughs> seems like it was, oh man, that was a lifetime ago, mate. I mean, that was yeah. back in the days when we were talking Man United 5-6 whatever. Oh, over season. Yep. Jim, we had that back team. in the old days. <laughs> we brought a T-shirt 9-0 in aggregate and um, yeah. came, down, came down today with a, oh, the kit was nice. Yeah, and then, okay. it, and then well, the game starts. And then the game starts. You go. It would have been downhill after that. To be honest, yeah, you're yeah. like, oh, I think the, the kit was designed like a 1990s acid house trip, and it's just like, do you know what? The, they the couldn't see each other. They were just that, like all over the shop on it. Yeah, I mean, I don't buy, I don't buy kits now, apart from for my little one. But I must admit, the more and more I'm seeing that kit, the more I'm going. That's quite grown on me. That one. I sort of, I sort of like <laughs> a bit of a, I like a bit of a mad kit. And generally, uh, we'll get to football in a bit. We'll talk about kids. Yeah, because yeah. uh, we asked the football was fucking terrible. So we'll come back <laughs> to that in a minute. Um, I tend to find we look like a mad kit. We tend to have quite a, quite a good season because we had that mm. bright orange thing when we got to a Champions League final in Kiev. We had the, that horrible green kit. <laughs> we, we had that. Do you remember the one for thirteen, fourteen? Like a pencil case had been leaked on it. Yeah, and that then, was nuts. But I looked at I looked at this one. I thought my nephew will love that. My daughter, you my know. daughter's already going. Which, which yeah, way am I getting on the back nice of that? That, that, that kit's got it. The bit of the magic eye vibe. Yeah, it is. It's, yeah, do you know it what is, it reminds yeah. me of? Do you remember the the adverts for, you know, when Big Brother first started? That's, yeah. It's that kind, of, uh, that kind of vibe off it. It's mental. But I think it's one of those, the more you see it around, the more you'd be like, yeah, it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah. It's all. It's all. <coughs> do you remember that purple kit where we had the odd socks? It just wrecked everyone's OCD. Loads yeah, of people I know got that, OCD. That was just, just wrong. Hated it. Yeah, yeah, that was just wrong on so many levels. Yeah. But anyway, anyway we were both before... working today, so we didn't, confessions, we didn't exactly sit down and watch the 90 minutes. None of us. No, no. I we didn't did, do it. I, I stupidly recorded it and watched it like it. Yeah, so you know, you're dedicated to your trade, mate. You're dedicated to your trade. I did. Yeah, I, I, I watched yeah, the extended I, highlights. I, I haven't seen the men's team play for about six weeks. I thought, I, I need, to, I thought, that's just be a treat. I thought, <laughs> score, I thought, maybe not. I mean, really, you see the score go, Liverpool got battered. They were absolute shite. Um, but it's not, when you actually watch the game, it wasn't quite like that. It no, was a lot of, um, we'll go through it in a minute, a lot of really soft mistakes, really sloppy. And to be fair to United, look, give United credit. Um, We'll, we'll talk about that and they went pretty much strongest 11 they, they had available. Yeah. I thought they pressed well 
I thought they counted well, you know, which you can call, sort of see what Ten Hag is going to do there. It's very, I'll be honest, a bit early day clock, what we did, which was press high, press quick, hit teams on the counter. Uh, and do you know what? When it works, you'll you'll capitalise on mistakes and get, um, four, you know, three or four goals. Yeah. But you are going to have times, and United will find this out in the next six months, where you're going to get caught out doing that. And that's just because you're learning the, when to press, when not to press. Yeah. Um, we just looked really – it was sloppy. They were, like you said, some of the mistakes – I mean, the three goals were mistakes by some of the players who probably won't be featuring much this season anyway. So, But we'll go through. I mean, the start 11 we had was Allison in goal. We had Nat Phillips and Gomez, two youngsters at uh, fullback, Henderson and Morton, and Carvalho in the midfield three, although at times he did look more like a two. And then you had Elliot Diaz and Firmino. So – We'll do that because we did a mad yeah. every 30 minutes we'll change the whole 11, which is always bizarre. And that's how that shows us seriously <laughs> taking the game when it's every 30 minutes taking mm. take 11. Um, I thought the young kid at right back, he makes the mistake for the goal. Now, merely, I think that it's a, it's a poorly timed job by Nat Phillips. I think he should gobble that header up. And look, the kid, the kid just completely miskicks his clearance. And it's, good for, it's a good thing. It wasn't a clearance, was it? It was just like it almost goes against a bounced off him. It was just. He, he anticipated that clear and it, it didn't. It, yeah. it just it was silly, but it's one of those things. The thing is, I think he's a midfielder who was playing in at, at right back. I don't think he's a conventional right back, but mm. but going the, but, the, in the in the beginning of the game in the first half, at, he before goal, yeah, he he done show for pace. You know, he he skinned him a couple of times and he put some decent quality in for a young fella. He's he looked all right. I thought he was yeah. decent. I mean, apart from the error, defensively, yeah. he, did, he did all right. I mean, look, he's all 17. Right, yeah. So, you know, what do you expect from 17? The other 17 on the other side, uh, Chambers, I've seen, well, I've, to be honest, I've seen very little of him. Apparently, this, this year, he's going to be promoted up to the 21s. All I could say politely was he was solid, didn't do anything spectacular, didn't do anything particularly wrong. So, Picked you know. Picked up good positions in the final third when which, what we had that uh, volleyball game where Diaz should have scored. And I just thought that. We'll come to yeah, that, yeah. If, if you're going to be in a left back, an attacking left back, you want to be involved in the box. And he was, he was, in, he was there to, you know, he had his, he had a chance as well. So don't mind that. And it's good that you want to see yeah. kids, you know, if they're going to get a chance in the play in the first team, you know, don't be, a, don't hang back, don't be afraid of it. Just go and attack it. And he did. You know, yeah. I thought he was tidy as well from the bits I've seen of him. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Morton did okay. I actually thought Morton looked better when we quickened the pace and it had to be one touch. He made, he made a couple of nice through balls to probably, the, I would say, the star of the first 30 minutes for Liverpool was uh, Carvalho. He's got to, you know, look, from what you can see, look, we're not, I'm not going to judge him solo 30, but the 30 minute spell he did, you know, lovely touch on him, nice, you know, nice turn of pace, you know, could, pick, could certainly pick a pass out and yeah. was unlucky with his effort, which came back off the post and when Diaz tried to. I think he tried to break the back of the ball and I forgot to connect with the ball, which is slightly frustrating. Uh, Elliot thought showed some nice touches. Um, I thought Elliot was like, very good. Yeah. I thought Elliot was very, very good, very lively on it from the very start. He was, <laughs> I think Carvalho grew into the half more than Elliot hit the ground running straight away. He was like, I belong here. You know, this is, I am a first team squad member of this club and I belong in this, at this level. Um, Diaz was, Electric, you know, did everything that you want him to, taking players on, having shots. The only thing he didn't do was score, 
uh, I was quite happy. Oshin there was the worst thing was their C team beat our A team through guess what a mistake. Alas, it's preseason. It's just about getting games into the guys' legs. That's exactly it. It is for uh, for all intents and purposes a training session in front of fifty thousand people. It just so happened to be against Manchester United. Yeah, uh, Firmino had had some nice touches. He still did, he still did the thing that he was doing the end of last season, which was when he came deep, he was losing it where you don't want him to lose yeah. it. it, it, it it kills the throat fall as are ahead of you, which is a very unbobby thing to do. But look, I was I was like it was two 0 down. I mean the uh, the second goal is Phillips is on the floor. I'm not quite sure how he's fell over, and Gomez and Henson just get themselves in the right mix up between them. And look, give give me credit, oh, Fred. Was Fred, a lovely finish, lovely chip. Um, I still think when Allison's had like a bit more preseason underneath his belt, I think he I think he probably tips that over the bar. I think he could tell by his reaction that he's disappointed that he's not quite got it. But look. Mm. It's fair to I Fred. Think, I think Fred, Fred Alice, has looked- Alice has got to hear about that for a while. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. has got to hear about that for a while from Fred when they're going back playing yeah. for Brazil. So, but, you know, that was a case of above all players, not him. Yeah, yeah. So, but look, you know, but it was a tidy chip. It really was a tidy finish. And then we had 10 changes. Uh, I'll be honest, if anyone could check, ten, can enable 10 changes, where's Laura Duff when you need her? I counted, in terms of first-teamers, you had Jones come on, Milner come on, Chamberlain come on, Simacast come on, and Alison Sailing goal. Reese Williams came on, and literally within 30 seconds of coming on, because they're not to the speed, he's not to the speed of the game, completely balls up his uh, clearance, and 3-0. It's, yeah, it's game yeah. over. It's once really Reece William, Yeah, once Reese Williams goes gets behind Martial, you ain't catching him. And yeah. again, it was a nice finish. Mm-hmm. You know, went one-on-one with Alison, waited for Alison, and dinked it over him. It was a really tidy finish. But again, not taking anything away from any of the United players, I thought Sancho's finish for the first one was really good. They were just clean, it's they were okay. Clinical. Yeah, it's okay doing that in a preseason game when you're away in Malaysia, you're away with the boys. Can you do it when the pressure's on? That's when we'll know, you know, what they're like. But credit Kepel's where it's right. due for what Kepel's they right. did, they were good. Yeah. And Kepler's right, as long as we beat them next month, don't think anyone will remember today's result apart from the United fans. <laughs> it is. But yeah. and look, let's be honest. If it was rolls reversed. Rolls reversed. If we'd won, we I think we'd both be a bit more like, oh great, it's, beat, it's good to beat United, but it's only yeah. a friendly. But you know the media storm would, would then be around United. Fuck me, they're they're in a, a world of trouble. You know, and again, it's yeah. like, you know, does this mean United are back from beating us in a friendly? No. But it's, if you're an United fan, there's some positive early signs there of how he wants them to play and what he expects from them. And with the players they've got, you know, it's relying on counter-attacking and pace, which will probably suit they United. Be, it? Yeah, it does. So I mean, that's the positive, I would say, Kyle, if you're a United fan. For us, it, look, it's silly mistakes. Uh, I think, I mean, look, half that squad, especially with the, the players that came up for the last 30, uh, literally have trained since, I've uh, already started training when they landed. Yeah, you know, so, so we, we were trying to work it out, weren't we? The, they landed Monday, Monday three, evening. At least three sessions, we reckon, they've had. Yeah. that's that's so, probably a, probably about it. Whereas the likes yeah. of the ones that started, Phillips, Gomez, Morton, Henderson, Carvalho, they've been back at least a week or so. Uh, so you could, Friday, I think. Yeah, Friday, yeah. they came back. So you, you would expect the 11 that started, I, I was, it sort of made sense because they were, you know, the they were... Uh, they were the freshest ones. I think we literally went with freshness. Who was, mm-hmm. you know, they got less and less fit, if you know what I mean, as, as, as they went through. 
Yeah. Uh, well, and then when you did, if they really, we can take from that, from that, because we I watched Plus Klopp's uh, post match. If they've done three training sessions, that means they've trained Monday when they got there. They've trained this morning, this afternoon, and played tonight. Yeah. No, and that's what this tour is about. It's literally double sessions, practice match in the evenings. You know, and that's the way that's their mentality of going into this. We we've seen this before. We've been on this rodeo where they've been on preseason international tours, and it's about it's all about minutes and the legs. Nothing more. Yeah, Bunker says uh, 20 minutes ago it was, it was pretty much the first thing. Yeah, and the yeah, 11 was, we finished yeah. with was uh, Adrian in goal, so he was obviously Allison in, instead of him. Mm. Trent, Canati, Van Dyke, Robertson, so that's Champions League back four. Yeah. Cater, Fabinho, Thiago. And then it was Salah, Nunez, and a young kid called Hill, who Liverpool TV was saying um, has just come back from 20 months out with a, a torn ACL, but apparently it's a, a youngster that they think quite highly of. So actually, I thought he was quite live when he came on. Yeah, he did all right. You know, I, look, I thought attacking-wise, we looked a bit more fluent with those three. Um, I thought Nunez made the right runs. He looked, he I'm not going to lie, he looked rusty. But yeah, what we don't know is some players just click into training straight away. You know, a, a lot's made of, you know, the shot from Salah, which he helps set up, hits the post, comes back to it, and look, he balloons it. But I'll be honest, I've seen Salah balloon worse than... Yeah, I, I don't care once he gets in a position and he got in good positions... Yeah, and the one that he took down on his chest that he he volleyed across goal, mm-hmm. you know that's the touch. It's the the chest when he took it on his chest. This is the thing that I was talking about the other night when we were talking about what you want to see from preseason. I want to see how players move. Their instincts take over when they're on the pitch. You know, they're the way they run, what type of runs they make, and they can fullbacks find him. And mm-hmm. you could tell by the way he took that one on his chest. The chest was away from where the centre back was, so he could get a shot off. It's little things like that that you that's the that's not coaching, that's just how and then the nine behaves. But you want to see that and you want to see the confidence to be able to take the strike on. And there was little nuggets in the performances of a fair few today that you thought, yeah, that was um that's what you want to see. Uh, and Dick, there, preseason literally means nothing. Ryan Kent looked world class every preseason for us. Yeah, so Gruich, he did. So Gruich is like, Gruich. Gruich yeah. Uh, um, go on, Ashes. Uh, Trent being told by Nunes where to stick the ball is, is good going forward. It is. What I did like is, though, we didn't go into the old Andy Carroll, Peter Crouch routine, which is every time we got the ball, it was look up and whip it. it was, yeah. There were occasions where we did that because you would do that. A, a lad that can. size, that's you can, true. but it wasn't. That's the end result. It was yeah. lots of to the feet link play. You know, he was fairly good at pulling wide, which does allow Salah to run through, cut in late in the middle, which is what Salah likes to do. He likes to stay wide and cut in. So this gives you another way of doing that, where Salah can get it out of the top of the area. So they're the little things that you can sort of go look, look handy, look good. Yeah, you know. But look, you lose four. See, I so, you think know, that that's wrong. From perfect. That run that he makes out, and he made it out wide right a few times. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of run is perfect for a Jota. To, mm-hmm. If Jota is playing, say, wide left and Darwin's in the middle. Darwin pulls off to the wing, either wing. He's comfortable either side. That frees up space through the middle, be it from an Elliot or a Carvalho or a Nabicata running from deeper from, from midfield or a Jota coming in. Diaz coming in or a Salah coming in. 
just having the threat of being able to do that. It's the same with the um, with the crosses coming in. Like Simicast put some really good crosses in, but United cut him out. You know, fair play. But it was those type of crosses Robert did as well. I think Robert put the ball in that he took down in his chest. But having that threat of being able to do that, as well as <coughs> the ability to pull wide and go around, defenders will have nightmares with him over as he develops, as he gets more confident. But we have to learn, like our players, have to learn how to play with him as well. That's why I can see him being held back a little bit at the start of the season. I don't think he'll be thrown into the limelight straight away. So I I wouldn't be surprised if he's held back and dripped in slowly over time. Jake saying, uh, football aside, Nunes doesn't look fit. He was blowing his arse after 10 minutes. Maybe he needs to get fit before any football. I don't think he's not fit. It's You've heard enough talk about a clock pre-season's brutal. I mean, I think he was complaining. I mean, didn't Nunes in his first trade session blow his feet with blisters? Because yeah. that shows what's, what demands are being put in. And Robertson's talked a fairly few times um, saying first pre-season with Liverpool he said he spent most of it throwing up. He said it, it, it's, it's hard yards in yeah. that heat. So maybe he's knackered, but maybe knackered for... We don't know the work they're doing behind could have been knackered get, from the double session that he's done today already. Yeah, and so look, so United, I don't know what United's train, train regime is, so they could have also been doing a double session this morning. Yeah. And they're just, because they've been in a bit sooner than us, they're a bit fresher. I don't know. But mm. So, I mean, next game is Palace, isn't it? Palace I mean, unfortunately, unfortunately, we're not going to win the Bangkok Cup, so it's a bit of a... We'll have to <laughs> tick that off for another year. You know, we'll have to come back at times for... Uh, and Dick saying uh, weird obsession with Nunes from opposition fans. Yeah, you're going to get that opposition fans. If you sign a big player, they'll do that. We had the same thing when we signed Van Dyke. When you sign anyone up for big money, there's compilation ones out there of how shy, apparently how shite Tiago is. That's just what opposition fans do. I'm that's kind of what you expect. I find it a bit weird when you find Liverpool fans who are trying to go out their way to sort of badmouth a new signing. I think whether he was your preferred choice or not, look. Some people wanted Nunes, some people didn't. I'm fairly indifferent. I'll sort of see how the player works out. But it's almost like some people want to be proven right going, I told you he was shit. And I'm like, I don't get it. I don't get it. It's, it's just like, he's here now. You may as well sort of, you know, hope, see how he works out. You can't write a player after one game. You also can't build a player after one game. So after one game, I'm, yeah. I'm not saying Cavalio is the answer. You know, no, there's some, nice, some nice flashes from him and that's yeah. all you can that's all you want. That's all you can say about today. It's like, you got to you got to look at it in the context of where we are. It is preseason. You're you're you, we played three different starting 11s more or less Barrett keeper. It's not to be all in end all. This is about this is about Fulham away. That's all this John, is about. John Duran saying bad planning to play your first preseason game against United against Man United. It's kind of catch 22 Duran Duran because it's, you're it's a, you're, it's a money spinner. <laughs> That's what it is. It's it's a money spinner. We have to do these tours. Yeah. But the other side of it is, you remember, in a normal preseason, you'd have had a game against Tranmere or Accrington, or you'd have had a local game. But we got or two. You'd have pre-season. one or two local games before you go. It's just this season. The season starts early. You know, we don't have. I think it was last year, the year before. I think we played like eight or nine games in preseason. Yeah, we did. We had, we had, we, had, we did the Northwest tour, didn't what? we? We did like we had Tramay, we did Wigan, we did yeah. uh, so 
Oh, it's somewhere else as well. Because it came over to Ireland as well. Yeah, did did the Ireland game, and then we went to America. I think that's Klopp's ideal. Uh, Yeah, it's just uh, we are where (laughs) we are at the minute, and I think every club is going to be in the same boat. No one's going to get a full pre-season. You know, I think you've got Spurs are in South Korea at the minute. Man Man United are heading to Australia. You know, I think it's when they get back to Europe and... The key, I think the key thing is the Leipzig, we played Leipzig, and I think we've got a six day break between the Leipzig and the Salzburg game. And I'd imagine the most intense that's his Evian, that's his, work. That's his 10 days in Evian, isn't yeah. it? That he wants, which is I think we have about four or five days in Evian, a game, six days a game. That's what Klopp wants. That, that's where he gets the real work in. Yeah. This is kind of a Money's for the showpiece. You kind of have to do it. It's kind of what you do. You have, you're sponsored by Standard Charter. You do at some point have to do an Asia tour. And also, to yeah. be fair, fans right. in Asia don't get to see Liverpool very often in the flesh. So yeah. they also want to see it. You know, listen, if you're in the ground today, you got to see Nunes and Cavalli make the debuts for anybody else. You know, live. You know, that's a thing to see. Mm-hmm. Sam Tandy says Nunes' movement off the ball uh, work shows he will fit into the team easily, in my opinion. Yeah, I think we sort of covered that earlier. You know, his movement did look decent. You know, like I said, hopefully hopefully the finishing will come. So we will see. It's uh, only Kev- going to come in time. It, and that's the thing. It's going to come in time. There's no doubt in my mind that he's going <coughs> to. It's just with any with any striker, get that first goal. You know, get yeah. that first goal and everything comes from that. But it's going to take time for the players to learn to play with him and him to learn to adapt to us. It's a new culture. It's a new league. It's a new team. The good thing that you're seeing is Thiago is apparently translating for him with the uh, coaching sessions. And Thiago is like arm around the shoulder with him and helping him along. So no better better buckle, as we'd say over here. No better boy. Look, it's good to see Thiago doing some preseason minutes because... He wasn't heavily involved. He did look like he was heavily involved in the sessions and he missed the international after the Champions League final with an with uh, an injury. So again, this is what we hope for. A full season, mm-hmm. a full preseason for Thiago would be good. Uh I think the talk is Joss, I hope is back for the Palace game. So again, we get to see how Palace does. Yeah. Uh, for Jota, because Jota uh, picked up some uh what should we call it? Hamstring injuries, didn't he? Uh, at tail end of last season with uh, his run with Portugal and did a lot in minutes, didn't he? Mm-hmm. So, Kev Ball says uh, City Community Shield game will be a, a, a good test before before Fulham. I think any game, any time you play City, it's going to be a good test for how you're doing. But, again, it's how they interact as well. Yeah, I think the Community Shield is going to be a complete write-off because we're playing a couple of days before and we're playing another game the very next day. I think both sides are just going to look at this as just get through the game, see where both sides are. But it's it's uh, it's just going to be a case of get through the 90 minutes because by the time we play Strasbourg, I'd say their legs will be like, you know, they'll need the recovery, the recovery for a few days before Fulham. You know, there was a comment there, actually, if you go back up a bit, right, so Ian, Bar- Ian Barron put it up. Yeah, Red um, Steve, you are keeping me up. I am <laughs> very tired. I, I've been if you could go back up there, Chris, a minute, and he's talking about a um, simple question: Why can't all preseason games be in Britain to keep the money in British simples? Okay, it's a global game. We're a global club. You have a global fan base. We have global sponsors. 
And the reality of football is we need an income stream and we need to maximize it as much as we can. And part of that is doing tours in America once every two years, once Asia. every Asia once every few years in Asia. And you're going to have to do one in Australia as well. That's just reality. And I assume we're going to start to try to do something in Japan because yeah. the more revenue streams that you can open up globally, the more money the club can get, which means the more money they have to spend, which means it's better for the club long term. It's that simple. Yeah. There's a reason why every single club in the Premier League is doing international tours. Mm -hmm. And we said if it wasn't for this midweek World Cup <coughs> shenanigans, you probably would have had two or three friendlies in the UK because we usually do at least yeah, two you do the early. Northwest, wouldn't you? Too early, and then um, we normally do we normally do two Anfield. Don't we? we did last year we yeah. did the back to back Anfield games. We probably would have done the same, but it's just the way it's. Yeah, you normally but, get to one of those, don't you? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not even. You know, you... I'm not. I'm not even getting to any of them this year because I'm, I'm at the women's final, so I'm actually going to miss the uh, yeah the, the the only home preseason, which is a bit of a blow. But you know, I've got to for that home preseason game. You know, uh, I think it's all the lads who don't start with Charity Shield will play. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then speaking be... speaking on that, uh, nice bit of news from the club. Uh, the club have sent free tickets to all families who went to the Champions League final in Paris. You got got caught up with. Everything that happened with pepper spray and the police and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. They're um, uh, they're giving all of them complimentary tickets. Uh, I think I think there's also some sort of entertainment refreshments included, which is a nice thing, you know, to try and get help people, you know, get back in. Because look, that will put some people off going back to football games. Yeah, especially youngsters. Time. Yeah, if a youngster, last time you went to a football game, what you got pepper sprayed? Fucking last thing you want to do is go go back at a football ground. So yeah. again, of the purpose of you know getting people back in, you know, feel that. so it's a, it's a nice touch for the club. I think you know it's very easy, and everyone loves to because it's it's the in thing to bash everything. You know, you've got when the club also does does good, you've got to be fair and uh, call it out. You know, but look, that's just me. Maybe that's not how you, how we do th how you do things on YouTube, but that's how we do it. So, so in terms of uh, anyone else, sort of catch your eye in this game, um... apart for the full time whistle. That was quite good. <laughs> I'd be like, I, I thought Carvalho grew into it. I was surprised that he started in midfield and Elliot started in the front three. Mm. I was kind of expecting it to be the other way around, to be honest. I expected Morton to be on the left with Henderson in the middle and Elliot on the right. But it was refreshing to see. I didn't expect to see Carvalho there, to be honest. That, that did surprise me. But he he did grow into it, and I think there's only good things going to come from him. And he's, he looks like he's a good, confident lad. So the sooner he can develop, the better. But it's more important that when you got a guy, a young kid who's coming from Fulham, you know, coming from the Championship, to play at, a, at the top end of the Premier League, that he doesn't get overawed by the situation and that can easily happen. And we'll, we'll know more when he, when he starts or when he comes on at Anfield and you know, it's an important game. They're meaningful games. Then we'll see what the kid's made of, but the signs are good for him so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, listen, he's at that point where I'm not expecting him to start, start many games early on, but he could be one of those brilliant impact subs for the last 30 minutes. 
especially yeah. the five sub rule now. He does feel like something you need to get on there. So, uh, Daniel says Chester City followed by Crew Alexander doesn't sound quite as exotic. Mind, mind you, the weather in Tranmere would have been a sweat fest. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I think it probably would have been horrendous yeah. at the moment. Uh, from what I'm from what I'm seeing of people who are in the UK, I mean, you guys are absolutely getting it, aren't you? It's hot, mate. It's hot. It's hot, yeah. I think yeah. today in work it was about 17 degrees over here and cloudy. Um, <laughs> it was, uh, well, it's only about 22 today, but it was uh, when I took my daughter to football on, well, it was 21 now, uh, when I took my daughter to football on Sunday, it was 27 degrees with no breeze. It was awesome. Oh, so I just, just sat there baking, watching my little one try and run up and down the wing in football, which, but bless her, she was, it was killing her. But, you know, it's quite fun, quite I, fun to watch when you're sat there in a chair yeah. watching I mean, one thing, right? Look, are you are you bothered? Genuinely, now look, nobody likes losing. Okay, nobody likes getting beat for. It's because it's Man United. That's why it's more but, of a thing. Listen, two thousand. Does it bother you? I mean, generally, you know, an, an awful lot of people. You know, we we brush it off and say, look, it's preseason. It's this and that and the other. It's still you're still beating four nil. You know, and I, no matter I which could, way you dress it up, it's it's still. Silly mistakes that led to goals. They mm. made mistakes. We had 18 shots today. They had nine. No, we had more of the ball. Uh, we had decent <laughs> passes there with 83% passing accuracy for a side who have only been back a couple of you know a couple of days. I thought on paper the stats for us looked like we should have done more. Do you think we should have done more? We should have been more clinical. I think. Look, mistakes you can't legally for mistakes happen, but when. We weren't clinical enough, and that um, towards the end of last season, we, we were a little bit wasteful. So, but again, it's pretty truthfully, I, I don't get worked up over preseason. I quite enjoy watching them in terms of it's quite just because it's nice to see your team play again, but yeah, I, I just don't get worked up. I mean, I know, I know it's gone round and people say it's positive spin, and so be it, yeah. if it is. But the year we won the Champions League, we lost loads of preseason games, we got hammered by Napoli 3 0, it should have been six, uh, but we still finished second and won the Champions League. But then there's other years where we won all the preseason games and they piss all. It, yeah, it's a it's a fitness exercise. I think as long as you see the style of play, the fundamentals, the signs of yeah, we're just clicking to get it's a bit of sloppiness or it's a bit of rustiness. <coughs> I'm all right. If it no, looks like glaring enough. glaring holes, yeah, but I just deep. didn't want people you know to think that this is just a complete loving. It's it's mm. not. It's like for I'm ne- I'm we, nearly fifty. If, if we get put. If we get beat 4-0 by Fulham on the opening day, I'll fucking worry then. Exactly. But I mean, neither I'm of us are kids, and neither of us are reactionaries. So it's like, we kind of, like, Mark A there, I look for patterns of play, not results in preseason. You're spot on, that's Mark. G10, they're asking Bobby Clark's show anything. To be honest, I only watched the extended highlights, like most people. And he had he, he played on the right, and he had a good run at uh, United a couple of times that, that came up in the clips. But... Even the the match reports that I've read, nothing standoutish. You know, he's like, yeah. I think he's he's going to be one that they might keep in the under twenty threes and see how he goes mm-hmm. because he did well last year, and you know, and Dicker. Let's face it, most of them youngsters played today will be better for the experience. We will play be playing academy football or going on loan this season. Spot on, mate. And that could be a thing of when Klopp said that Julian Ward is going to be busy for the next few weeks. It literally could be that. Sorting out the right loans for the right players to get them into clubs that, one, yeah. they're going to play, and two, they're going to play in a style that is going to benefit us. 
because if, if you look at the lads who made mistakes, one was a youngster playing at right back. Like, yeah. He'll be in the twenty ones this year, no problem. Looks looks to have something about him actually, uh, yeah. especially going forward. So he could become cloned to be you know a modern fullback, which you know not a bad thing. Yeah, always um, assets when it comes yeah, to yeah. the transfer market. Phillips is he is what he is. He's fifth choice. I personally think he, he he needs to find himself a loan or a or a move. I think he needs to find to himself a club, to be honest. Yeah, it sounds by all sounds that he's it's probably only be a loan because people don't want to don't want to pay a fee for him. But you know, understandable. I, so so be it. But I don't think look he's fifth choice. So if he stays Liverpool, he's fifth choice. Yeah. And Reese Williams is fifth or sixth choice again. Reese Williams needs another loan, but he needs the 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 right loan for him. Because uh, yeah. the Swansea one didn't quite work out, uh, and look, by all accounts, the Swansea one wasn't always—I don't think it was football. It, 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 why it didn't it work out? Not, it, no, it was n- quite a nasty experience he had, yeah. which a young player shouldn't have to experience. So, yeah. fingers crossed, he finds the right low. I mean, Seth Vandenberg didn't get on the pitch, but no. the talk is there's a lot of talk of him getting a Premier League loan this year, which actually well, I, I'd like to see that to see. Preston really liked him. Yeah, he played, Preston, the, uh, played a bit left wing back. And Which they is played a bit him mu- at left centre-back. No, right wing-back. And they played him in centre-back of a three as well. But yeah. he was... Dan Is he going to be the new Dan Byrne? He just looks, he know, looks, far, he looks far too tall to be a, a wing-back, but it clearly worked. But if you're a wing... I said this about Dan Byrne. If Dan Byrne looked, about, <coughs> looked like... You know, he's the size of Peter Crouch playing on the wing. Mm-hmm. It's weird. But if you've got that football ability that you can do that, and then transfer those skills to being a centre back. I'll tell you what you you're going to be a player. You know you you will. There's no doubt in my mind. But like you said, I'd like to see him in a Premier. Would a Premier League club risk playing him? That's the thing. If you're going to loan him to a Premier League club, it's pointless if he's just going to fill the bench. Yeah, it's going to be one that you think he needs play. to be going to someone. I'd like to see him going to a top half. Championship club with aspirations of promotion, mm. you know, because I think yeah. the second half of the season at Fulham did Nico the world of good, playing week in week out, meaningful football, got me in business. a winning side that you know was playing for something. And it's got, you know, it's, it's got him to move to Forest now and got him a Premier League move. Yeah, so which suited Liverpool suits him. You know, I think he'll do pretty well at Forest. Actually, I think I think that style suits him. Which is kind of what you want, really. It's, which of these kids is, if you can't get them to be in the Liverpool team, is get them a, you know, make make a decent career for yourself. Yeah, uh, and get Dick them the best moves possible. And Dick asking Ainsley and Keller. The talk is he picked up a knock for Ireland. Talk is it's not serious. Uh, yeah, probably will. Probably when where they go in Europe, he'll be back for that. Bit. He'll just miss the yeah. Let's talk. put it this way: there's no none of the Irish press are saying anything about him wanting away. There's nothing from the Irish journals, nothing in the local Cork media. It's not one of those. Um, say, yeah, but it's not one of those imaginary. Not those. Um, yeah, was it bad backs if, or a slight? No, but strain. if there was a if there was a whiff of him getting a move, it would it would come through the local uh, press in Cork, through his connections here, really hmm. quick. You know, and um, there is absolutely nothing. You know, so I take it as read that it is a slight knock. And I think Kate, he, Kate he will go- be joining up. Kate Gordon's the same, isn't he? I think he's picked up a knock, hasn't he? Which is a shame. Actually, I'd like to have seen how Kate Gordon did probably mm. in that final that final level that came out. 
Uh, no disrespect to Hill. I think actually Hill did quite well when he came up. But I'd have liked to see Kay Gordon with a Nunes and a Salah just to see what he did. Because uh, the few games he played, he did all right. Philip looked a bit lost in the semi-final, must admit, against Arsenal. But in the FA Cup games, he looked good. Um, the other thing we've not spoke about, well, we've not spoken about it on camera. Uh, we spoke about it off camera is, should we talk about Klopp's press conference pre this game? Because, Christ, that, that caused some shit on social media, didn't it? About the... <sighs> all right. And, Rated his midfielders, which I sort of think you kind of have to do that. Um, but he has got the ca- he has left, in my opinion, left of the caveat of unless something changes, unless someone comes to me. And I wonder, my gut feeling is, I think a Chamberlain has said to him he wants to leave. And I think he'll only go for the get the right offer. Because if it's someone offers five minutes for Chamberlain, I can imagine them going, what's the fucking point? We might as well just keep him. Yeah. That's Are my you- opinion. But I don't think that means you sell Chamberlain, Bellingham's coming in tomorrow. I think. In this day and age, and you've seen it, you've, we've seen it with uh, Sadio and his move to Bayern. You saw it tonight with um, Rafinha's move to Barcelona. If a player gets tied and wants once in every club, the selling club's hands are tied. You have to negotiate the best deal you can, knowing that there's only one buyer in the room for your asset. If Klopp is saying something in the media, through the media, that you know, a player might be for sale for the right offer. You can't box yourself in, and he didn't. He left all of the all the avenues open that he he possibly could by saying, "If an offer comes in, we will listen. If uh, we need to do something, we will." He's gonna. He's not gonna slag off his own players. He's not gonna say, "Well, I would love to sign." Jude Bellingham, I would love to sign Nicola Barella. Of course I would. Who the hell wouldn't? But at the same time, he's not going to turn around and say something like that publicly because the players can read between the lines as much as Hmm. Twitter and you and me. You know, he's not, you know, the players, these are the same players. If nothing happens, Klopp needs to go, these players to go to war for him. And mm-hmm. it might come down to a case where he needs his fifth, sixth, seventh choice midfield to go to bat for him this season, and he wants them fully on his side. You don't come out, and he's never done it. He's never done it before, so he won't start now. The closest he's come to sort of binning a player off or really making a player known he's not wanted was Cavius, when he didn't mm. give him, the, where he didn't put him, in the, he didn't even register in the squad. Yeah. That, that's the closest I've seen your club comes to. I, I think any player with, a, I think any player with a material value, he knows the game. Klopp knows the game. He's been around football long enough. He knows how this how this soap opera plays out, and he knows how to play play the game. And yeah, from the so, bits I've, I've heard today, and from listening to other people, Ox did all right today. You know, he was okay. Yeah, he was tidy. Tidy. And I, I honestly. Think he did I don't think it's better. I just think he was tidy, you know. Which yeah, look, and there's nothing tidy. wrong with that. No, no, no wrong with that. Pretty decent, a few, a few days. So, and I think he's a decent pro. I think he's a very good player, and I think he could do a hell of a job for a lot of clubs in this league. Which is why I'm but surprised he has, to want, he has to want to push the button. I was surprised he hasn't pushed the button because the, the the two the two sides where I thought he must want to push the button was the League Cup final and. Um, not to yeah. yeah, Thor has pointed out to me Sacco. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, he did. But Sacco broke the rules. Yeah, so, 
But Sacco, Sacco broke the rules in terms of the culture, you know, like missing training sessions, missing fitness sessions. Yeah. Callis was the first one, I mean, he's done where he just doesn't rate him and yeah. has made it known he doesn't he rate tried, him by saying, by, just... by saying, I loan you out every year and I don't even give, I don't even register for squads now. You know, I'm pretty much saying, you know, if all my keepers are injured, I'm going to pick the 19 year old over you. That, that, that was what I mean. Yeah. Well, that's a really me, good point at the bottom there. So I, Forgive me if I can't if I mispronounce your name. Suchmir? Oh, there we go. Yeah, Klopp is very loyal to his players. That's why they give everything when called. No leaks from that dressing room. Absolutely dead on. You know what I mean? We've seen in other clubs, if players aren't happy, players have ways of making things known in the public at the least at the most opportune time for their benefit. So I'll leave G10's call. I'll I'll talk about this in a minute. So the reason mm. I think the, the two signs that Ox was done was League Cup final. He's on the bench, League Cup final. A lad gets brought into the bench on a half hour's notice because Tiago gets injured and gets on the pitch ahead of him. So someone gets on the pitch ahead of him who wasn't even in the squad that morning. And you could tell, and look, you could see in the celebrations, he's not a happy bunny. Yeah. Which I could understand because you think like, I'm on the bench and the lad who you weren't even going to put in the squad gets ahead of me. And then yeah. when he got took off against Forest, that's the first time I've seen him go. It was a proper tantrum. Yeah. Of, fuck's sake! Why are you taking me off again? I never play. Why are you taking me off? You know, and that and you sort of think of an ox. That's probably the closest you're going to get because you didn't particularly feature much since since then. You know, Southampton away where we made eleven changes. He sat on the bench and never came off. Yeah. So you think for his own benefits, he go. Come on, you know, I'm not going to play. You know. Now listen, he could hold on. He can get a big sign on bonus next year, but surely is he though? This like... is the this is the risk that these players play. I mean, it's okay if you're Paul Pogba. If you're Paul Pogba going to Juventus, where you've got credit in the bank, you're going to get your big signing on bonus. And you're going to get your big wedge. If you're Alex Oxlade Chamberlain, by the way, well and... pronounced. Well pronounced, by the way, mate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> if if you're Alex Oxlade Chamberlain and you're being ignored for another twelve months after. You know, other managers see this as well. If they're they're going to turn around and say, "Well, look, if Jurgen isn't picking him when he's down to the bare bones, why am I picking him?" You know. Yeah, yeah. Whereas I think that he could do a job for Steven Gerrard. <coughs> I think mm. he could definitely do a job for Aston Villa. He do a job for less. Uh, I, I think anyone. I think from tenth below, we do a job. Oh, good God, yeah. You know, I mean, G10 there. So think I've, got, do... I've got a theory about this. Is People say like oh, Klopp saying doesn't want a midfielder. I don't think he wants any midfielder. I, I think it's a bit like the Van Dyke thing, is in. Yeah, he wants too many. And look, all talk is quite credible journalist Paul Joyce. The world who said it, that interest was there. They just got blown out of the by Real Madrid. Mm. Now the talk is they want Bellingham in summer. Now, cr- now people can rightly correct from wrong here. Too many and Bellingham, very different midfielders. Yeah. Correct from wrong, Kev. You don't. Too many is yeah, more are. of a six. Bellamy, Six, uh, Bell- Bellingham is more of a box to box eight. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's where I'm a bit like, if you go, I don't believe we're getting Shu many this summer. We're getting Bellingham next summer. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's realistic. I think it's one of them we'll get. And if they want to shoot many first, Bellingham is probably is the backup choice, not a bad backup. But a very different midfielders. It's not. Like, it's not like we're going for. I can I put it? You know. We're all going for the same style, number nine. If you know what I mean, we're all going for the same yeah, style. Yeah. You know, when we when we couldn't get um, the left back originally, we went for we went for Simakas, a very similar style. 
planes. Yeah. You know, so arguably Simicast is better. So this is where I'm a bit like, I think he does want me to, but it, it, it's almost like the Van Dyke thing is, if I can't get the particular ones I want, I'll make do with what I've got. And look, there's pros and cons to that because, you know, if you ask me, I would like one more because I, I, I question the, more the durability than the quality of the midfields we've got because we know Thiago, Henderson, Fabinho, KZ, they've all got injury histories. We've, we've seen the pattern, you know. Yeah. You know, so, you know, and I remember top of the way where we, we did have to th- play young Morton and I think it was a, a game too soon for him and we had to play, you know, Milner and Cater a lot longer than they needed to and I don't think either were fully fit. So I do, you know, th- those things did happen, you know. Uh, Lee McCulloch saying Chris Lovham, when he played Tottenham, got slate got slated by Clark. I don't think he got slated by Clark. He got he got took off mid game, and then he started him next week. That's bidding right, him off, actually. bidding him off would have been taking him off, and you just don't see him. Navigator, navigator against Real Madrid. Yeah, yeah. You know, that, and that, that was, was like, look, I'm taking you out limelight, and you're just going to go and work on your game. Navigator away at Atletico scored a great goal, got took off pretty early. Uh, didn't have you know, didn't have didn't have a good half. I mean, to be fair, does quite a few of the people have a good half. He started the next game, yeah. So that to me is not been the player off. I've just taken a player because that bad form. Been the players where you take them off, and you, you just don't see the player for months and they just go, yeah, you know, he doesn't do it often. I think <laughs> the, the links with uh Matthias Nunes is interesting because he's um. Look, I've only seen him for Portugal, and he's taken on the role for Portugal that João Moutinho did for years, you know, that holding, calming, passive move central midfielder. And he's a good player. I think the reason why we went for Chiumene is because he became available. And a player of that quality, if they become available, you have to be in, in and around the conversations for them. And you you worry about what happens after you get him through the door. I think Thiago but, was similar. Yeah, Thiago I, was similar I, I don't, because I don't he think became Tim, available. I don't think Thiago was ever in the the Jurgen Klopp plan of this is how I'm going to evolve the midfield. Yeah. So I'm going to evolve. It was it's, more of the market opened up. And, yeah, they got wind of he's got a year in his deal and he's and he's and he's holding off signing it. Oh, we'll go for it then. You know, yeah. which is actually what a sensible way of doing it. You know, and listen, maybe that's what Liverpool might look for this summer is an opportunistic one. Uh, but- I think there's a long way to go in this window, and I think for I think this window is still waiting to <coughs> blow up. Well, we you thought know, the Mbappe- I think there's an awful lot thought- of clubs that need to do business. Well, we all thought the Mbappe move and the Haaland move would set up. Mbappe doesn't move. Yeah, which I think probably surprised a few. I think stumped a few things, and the Haaland move was kind of done really. Um, and we know with Dortmund, they're very good at if they say they're not selling, they're pretty. Resolute with that if that's that's the way they're going what? to do it. Look, look what they did with United. We're not selling Sanchez yeah. this summer. Let, let's pay this again. And they stopped it. And then they actually sold the the, the following summer for a lower fee. It's not were, just that for me. Though. I look, I look at what Dortmund and I was wrong on Friday when I said that um, Alex Witzel has gone on loan. He's not. He's left on a free. Oh, Kev, go and do something. Sh- smack your, yeah, smack no, your hands. terrible, terrible behavior. Should have been more prepared. But when you look at what Dortmund have left as their midfield options. Bellingham, they they can't afford to lose him, and they're after investing a fit. They're after spending a fair bit of money already, you know. So it's they're they're still in a position where they're okay financially, but they can't really afford to lose a player of Bellingham's quality 
and replace him because you're not just going to be replacing him with one signing. You're probably going to be have to sign two or three, and they're not. There, he's three years left in his contract. He's already come out and said he's not going to make waves at Dortmund because he respects the club. So he's not going to ask for a move, and that makes a deal for him very difficult, very difficult. And Klopp literally said the problem with Bellingham is he's not available. Not available. That's the only yeah. problem, which to me says he obviously rates him, <coughs> but he's just not available. And sometimes you've just got to say, look, the player is not available. We can't get him. He also very rarely name checks a player unless yeah. there isn't some sort he of... He didn't interest. have to. I know yeah. he was asked about spe- him specifically, but mm. he can bat that question away very yeah. easily. We don't talk about other clubs' players in the discussion. Yeah, it was the wording. He he's we know he's not available. It's kind of like to know he's definitely not available. You, you, you've got to have asked the question, or oh, that's yeah. a negotiation, or it's a negotiation tactic, which is he's not available, or maybe he's available at a price. And look, maybe it's a haggle. We'll look, we'll find out. MC is uh, just saying that Derek. Lads, do you think Klopp has essentially said he doesn't want to add to the midfield? Do you believe him or is he just trying to make players happy? What do you think, Chris? Um, I think there is an element of keeping players happy because you, you can't quote the press conference and say, oh, I'm desperate for a midfielder. Because yeah. that, sort of, that sounds the wrong alarm bell. And also, if you're going to sell at one of these players or loan one of these players out, you don't, you don't want to know that you're desperate. So... Yeah. I, w- I think Liverpool are willing to go with what they've got unless the opportunity arises for the midfield that they want. And I think that w- it's a bit like it's like high it's like high level poker. And I think Liverpool are willing to go, we'll stick with what we've got unless we get the fee we want, and unless we get that, which not everyone's gonna like and everyone's gonna lose the, the marbles over it. Uh look, to a certain extent I can understand why people will get frustrated, but it's kind of how Liverpool work now is if they can't get the player they want or the alternative they want, they're willing to work, wait. They won't go down, you remember the Rafa Benitez days or yeah. the, the dark Graham Souness days, which I remember where if you didn't get option one, you went for option two, you end up with getting option six and you get you ended up with Bjorn Tonkavama playing for Liverpool, which was... Yeah, Stuart Downer you know, playing on the wing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Hello, you know, that was probably oh, first choice now in Rafa. Yeah, but yeah, Bjorn Tonkavama, do you remember him? God. Mm-hmm. He's he's always really, co- he always pops up on a quiz question, so be uh, be yeah, wary of. He's really he's really good, but Joe, you know he's bossing the Masters when he plays for Liverpool Legends. Yeah, he is, isn't he? He's much better now than when he played for us. But you know, so well, yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, I've, I mean, I've seen a few. I've seen a few in the chat saying Klopp can't moan about low blocks. Well, he he will, and he can because all managers moan about something. You know, yeah. he's happy. It's, it's not he's a more thing about a low block. It's a deflection. That's all. The, when yeah, yeah. when managers do that, they're not mourning about the fact that players park the sides park the bus. They know they're going to park the bus before the before the, the game kicks off. A G10 it's a points out if it doesn't work. If it if G- it doesn't work for us, that's all. Uh, G10, G10 points out. Uh, Downing actually was a Kenny signing. Oh, was he? Yeah, it was Ken. It was that's the Kenny year. Quizzes, that. <laughs> that was the year. It was Downing, Charlie Adam, all that, all yeah. those, all all those, all those hits. <laughs> Yeah, I think we're, you, look, you know strike rate is pretty good in the market at the moment. Yeah. So you just got to bear with it. And there's a long way to go in this window. Anything could, anything could happen if a phone call comes in. If a yeah. phone call comes in for Naby, if a phone call comes in for Ox, Curtis. I don't. I don't believe that any of these that none of these players are irreplaceable. That yeah. you know that I've just mentioned. I don't think they're irreplaceable. 
Yeah, and a shout out to if an offer comes in, then the shout out to Callum Coppish. I think he went through the current squad, and this wasn't including Phillips, Ben Davis. Yeah. Recently, it wasn't including any of those sort of lads. I think we've got 25, 26 yeah, we have. players to register. So you actually need to move one on. Not this buy to sell thing, which does everyone's head and they all get really precious over, is you actually physically need to move one on to the squad or you keep a player and pay them to sit on the bench, to pay, pay them to sit in the squad and don't do it. And A, I think that's a slippery slope to go down. B, I don't think Liverpool would do it. But also, we all took the piss out of clubs that used that City did that for years when they weren't winning stuff. And this yeah. is when they weren't early when they weren't winning stuff. I think it's it's the dressing room off. I think because they're they're in their mate who ain't getting a game, who ain't leaving, you know, and I reckon it causes splits in the dressing room in the long term. I I just don't think it's good. It it definitely doesn't. Mark A Mark A saying uh, Curtis Antonio should be pushing for a loan move. He really needs game time. I I think he's going to get a lot more game time. This year. Get, yeah, I think he's going to play. I think he's got to play a fair bit this season. I think we forget he, he missed two, over two months with a yeah. detached retina, which is a freak injury because that, he was starting to get a bit of form and he missed that crucial Christmas period, yeah. which is boxer's injury. Isn't yeah, which is unfortunate because if he can get play consistently like he did away at Southampton. You've got a very, very handy midfielder. Yeah. So I've got no problems with Curtis. I think Curtis I, is going to play enough this year. Plus, I think um, the manager, I think the manager, the manager clearly likes him, clearly rates him. Yeah. And to be fair to him, he had to fight for his place back. And he did get his place back at the end of the season, which that sort of adversity does well for him. So, yeah. I mean, look, all in all, there's plenty of positives as well as negatives from today. There's a, you know, beat about the yeah. bush. There are negatives there. But it's still pre-season, it's still early days. So, yeah, got to cut out stupid mistakes. I mean, you wouldn't expect to see, if we're playing our normal back four, whichever combination you want to do of the the centre-backs, to make as as many soft mistakes as that. I just don't, you know, I don't expect that to happen. Maybe one, but not three in a game. So, Mm. that's one thing. Uh, And you would like to think we're going to be a bit more um, clinical. Because... that's one thing I think was was a bit clear. Uh, right in the chat, man the match. Yeah, you know. I was going to say, yeah. Just if there's anyone in the chat, you know, George man the match for each team. One, <laughs> one for each of the three teams. Who's your take? Who's your who's all of your takeaway from today? You know, who's the one player that you go, yeah, I I want to see him again against Palace. See how, see what he's like. I like I like Carvalho. I must admit. I did Just as well. I return the look, the little pass. He's sort of thinking there is there's something about it. you could you know he, he looks exciting, you know. So yeah, that's the one I'm looking forward to again. I I was actually looking forward to seeing Elliot and Diaz. Those three actually who started Elliot yeah. Diaz, Cavalli. I think I'm off, on, I'm off on Friday, so I'm I've got to be home watching that. Um, I look forward oh, to watching. I, I I'll be on a motorway driving back from Leeds, <laughs> so you could tell you could tell me all about it on Friday. Yeah, well. Got a busy well, hope, day on Friday, a busy night hope, Friday. So we've hopefully uh, got, and we've hopefully got Phil on Friday, haven't we? Talk about yeah. the World Games. How about the World yeah. Games? And uh, that's going to that Friday show is going to take a twist. Isn't it? Rugby this weekend as well. Um, Rug, rugby league's back, is it? The rugby the the summer test series. <laughs> the Ireland New Zealand one is down to winner take all on the Saturday. First up, England Australia. I think is one one. Uh, Wales South the- Africa is one one. Cool. Yeah, Antico, the young right back. Um, what's his name? 
my boy. Um, he, looked, he looked fairly he looked impressive. Tidy, you know, he did. He looked tight. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see him with a Kanate next week. Yes, yeah, or experience. a and see how he gets on with a more experienced player. I think it did look. Nat Phillips, the one thing the poor, I mean, we were playing, Klopp said it in his post match, we played a really high line, it was too high. Nat, That's for it. all of his, uh, I, and I think Nat is a really good defender. He ain't best with, play, with pace, the poor kid. You know, I mean, it, he, I'm surprised. He's a defender's Burnley. defender. He loves defending, but he I'll ain't be honest, I'm surprised Burnley haven't come look, looking at him. They've lost Tarkowski and they've lost, um, not Ben Mee, the other young centre back. It was playing instead oh, of Oh, Collins. Yeah, Collins. He's got to Wolves today, yeah. He's got to Wolves. So they need a, they need a, back, they need mm. a back line, you know. And they got a few quid now, so and they got a few there's quid. something that could happen there. You never yeah. know. That'd be interesting. That'd be interesting, wouldn't it? That they're, um, the new setup, it's uh, company and uh, Bellamy's is number two, isn't he? Bellamy's done a few things with company in the past. I think they were this together at Andalect for a bit as well. Pretty yeah. certain. So, yeah, yeah Collins went for 25, 25 mil. Um I've seen a lot of people saying Collins went for 25 mil, so that means Nat is worth 20. Nah, sorry. Nat Phillips is a 12 to 15 million pound centre-back at best. Collins got a yeah. Collins is Collins is a good defender. Collins going yeah. to Wolves in a back three is a Suits really him. good move. It's a really good move for him, but it's a really good move for Wolves. I think there's a lot of clubs so far this season have bought really well. But look, we'll get out into all of that on Friday. But it's getting yeah. a bit late now, and I got to be up in the morning, so we'll wrap yeah, it you up. Got, you got to you got to get your beat sleep now, haven't you? I need plenty of it, mate. <laughs> uh, your words, not mine. So, right, so rest rest of the week. Um, so where are we today? Quiz tomorrow night. Quiz tomorrow night. Um, again, I'm going to be missing it because I'm working. I'm doing really. I really need to time me work best. So I don't have to miss quizzes, so I'm rubbish at them anyway. So to be honest, it's no great shocks yeah. there. Oh, fancy football league. We have got we have got a fancy football league. So if you go into the other Day Trippers uh, Twitter feed, you'll find all the details there. Can anyone beat Shawnee? I very much doubt it, but you know, give yeah, it a bit OCD when it comes to that. Me and Kev have uh, got a team each. Uh, Kevin and I have changed our teams 12 times so far, they don't look any better. Yeah. I'll change uh, it again at the weekend, guaranteed. Yeah, nailed down 100%. And I'm sure, but, on one of our, I'm sure on our Friday shows, we'll start bringing up how fancy football's doing and how bad me yeah. and Kev are at fancy football. <laughs> and that's why I've really to change my team because I'm very bad at remembering my team yeah. and then the rest of the week Thursday I think I think Thursday we're having a day off Friday is Sports and Plug Sports so it's going to be Kevin Luke are going to be on uh, Phil's going to be on and maybe me or maybe another guest we're, we're waiting to hear back on the, off a guest so you might get me or you hopefully get someone a lot better which would be good uh, and then obviously you guys also talk about uh, the Palace game uh, and then back to the Fat Back 4 on a Sunday so yeah, keeping you all really busy so listen thanks again for joining us in the chat uh, we'll speak to you guys very very soon till then take care Sports Social Podcast Network